Today we have Janae of Janae Kirshner Photography and Tea with Janae on with us talking all about how to start a podcast. Yes, Janae is an amazing photographer, businesswoman, and podcaster who we actually learned from at the Hybrid Co. this year and took her breakout class on how to start a podcast, which is how we got here today with Dare to Develop. And so we are so excited for her to dive in to all things how to start a podcast today. You're listening to Dare to Develop, a podcast for creatives. I'm Christine Herman. And I'm Ashley Baumgartner. And we are two hybrid wedding photographers that dub ourselves work wives. With a passion for developing community and daring to take risks in business and art, we want to bring you along on a journey. The journey of artists, makers, business professionals, and more who want to level up their businesses by daring greatly and developing community. So let's get started. Today on Dare to Develop, we have Janae of Janae Kirshner Photography and the podcast Tea with Janae. We can't wait to hear from you about how to develop a successful podcast to diversify your income. Thanks for being here today, Janae. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, you guys. I'm so excited. Yes. 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 Well, we are so excited and honored to have yes. you here. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Janae is the reason why we have this podcast. Yes. So we went to the her hybrid breakout and went with it from there. So we're so excited to have her. So Janae, we'd love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm so proud of you guys. I like, (laughs) I was so thrilled that you started your podcast, which I listen to all the time. So proud teacher over here, proud moments. So a little bit about me. I've been a wedding photographer for over 10 years now, which is really exciting. I'm a hybrid photographer, so I shoot film and digital, and primarily shoot weddings, engagements, and then went back into families and newborns and maternity. After I became a mother, I appreciated dealing with children a little bit more and could be more attuned to what was actually going on. So it's been, uh, that's been really great to be with my clients from really start of engagement all through their family. So it's really wonderful to see them every year. And then about two, two and a half years ago now, I started my educational series, um, which is called Tea with Janae. And it was sort of my answer to the industry of, I was tired of my colleagues and my friends being taken advantage of and spending and wasting their money on advice or workshops or tips that just didn't provide real results and actionable items. And, you know, they left feeling deflated and that they had wasted money. So this was, you know what? I've been doing this a long time and I have a lot to say and I'm going to do it and see what happens. And the response has been so great. It's led to a lot of growth for my education. So I started my own podcast, Tea with Janae, and then I have a coaching. I offer one-on-one coaching. I have uh, springboard sessions, which are really quick uh, 30 minute sessions for people who just need to sort of pick my brain and bounce something off of me, hence the springboard. And I started, I had a workshop last, well, it feels like last year, but it was really February. Of 2020. <laughs> it does feel like last year. No, I'll count it. Yeah. <laughs> so I forgot. It feels like last year, but it was really this year. So I was planning on doing more of those with really specific topics, but they've been pushed back a little bit. But what I did in my sort of off season of the quarantine was I created a online course called how to start a podcast. So yeah, so it's uh, come sort of full circle. 
Love it. Love it. And so that's what we want to dive further into today, developing a podcast to diversify your income and diversify just what you do in your business. Mm -hmm. So we'd love to hear a little bit more about you starting the podcast and what that looked like and how you added that to your already very busy plate. (laughs) (laughs) All the awesome things you do. Yeah. So I read this really inspiring book about three years ago uh, called Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. And if you don't know who he is, I would definitely recommend following him. His advice is really spot on. And I read this book, I was sitting in a chair in Mexico on the beach, and he kept talking about voice, how voice is going to be the next big thing. You know, Alexa was really taking off. We've got, sorry, yeah, sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, everything is going to be voice activated. So he said, if you're not on voice, you're behind. Mm-hmm. So I had this idea. I said, oh, maybe I'll start a podcast. Maybe I'll look into that. And then when I was listening to him, he had mentioned a platform that everything was built in and it was really easy to start a podcast. So I did more research into that. And then I had pulled my audience and I said, Hey, if I'm thinking about doing this podcast, what would you listen? Basically, you know, you know, if I have more than one listener, I was like, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's not related to you, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Someone I don't know. It's like, mom, don't listen somebody else. And the the response was a hundred percent. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to try it. So basically solicited all of my friends and I said, Hey, I need to talk to you for an hour and record it. And will you be on my show? And my first guest was Cassie Claire, one of my best friends. She also taught, teaches at hybrid and, you know, we've, we were besties forever and it went really well. So I just, people started asking if they could come on, if they could be guests. And then I did, I started being guests on other podcasts and then a PR company found me and now they send me their whole roster and uh, it's just growing from there. So it was sort of this, I wanted to talk to more people in a bigger platform versus just my reach on Instagram, you know, which can be kind of stunted because they don't want, they don't show everybody everything and it's harder to get found. (laughs) (laughs) But having a podcast, I could really bring on experts in other areas of the wedding industry that I couldn't speak to. And I have questions about, so I'm inquisitive and I ask questions that I want to know about. Mm -hmm. And it turns out my listeners want to know the same things. So the response to the podcast has been incredible. And these people, my audience leave these incredible reviews or they DM me and email me that they say I help them in some way. And I don't even know, you know, I don't know them. So it's just incredible. Love that. So how do you feel a podcast can benefit your wedding business? Yeah, that's a great question. I think when I was thinking about it, I think the biggest thing is exposing you to new vendors Mm -hmm. and making new connections with people that maybe you wouldn't necessarily have met prior. And I feel like that's very true for me, being exposed to different vendors, wedding planners in different markets, wedding florists in different markets and all over the country. Because a podcast, you don't have to be in person. You know, Mm -hmm. you can record from anywhere I have a guest coming on from London. Oh, so wow. I can't, yeah, I'm so excited to like meet her and talk to her. You know, the time setting up difference is a little bit of the hurdle because I'm terrible at converting times. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think being exposed to someone else who then knows who I am, knows about the show and tells other people about it. Mm-hmm. So I find that is just like the best. And, you know, 
making connections that way. Mm-hmm. Like opening all these new doors you wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. And other people knowing who I am, who I'm like, who me? I'm just a little. <laughs> I know some of our interviews. I'm like, wow, I would have never had a one-on-one conversation with that person. If that guy, I didn't have the, the platform. platform of a podcast to, to yeah. talk to them, right? Like you DM them and they'd probably not reply because they wouldn't know who you were. And right. Well, you're coming from a place of service, yeah, you know, yeah. like you and I think our podcasts are similar where we're educating. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how can I help you share your knowledge with other people and people who are educators are like, yeah, I want to be a part of that. So it's great that way too. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. So I know you talked a little bit about this in your hybrid co presentation, but what are some ways a podcast can, or has helped you specifically in diversifying your income? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing for me is has diversified my income with coaching Mm-hmm. So people who listen to the podcast want to work with me directly because mm-hmm. they um, trust me. They think that I'm knowledgeable and that I can help them and I can. Mm-hmm. So I think reaching them very intimately in their ear or in their home, they're like, yeah, I want to work with you. So that's been really great. The coaching income has definitely increased. And I think also creating an online course and having online offerings where I have a couple templates and I have checklist and I have a marketing guide where people who might not know where to start, it's a good jump start for them. Mm-hmm. And it's, they're more willing to invest in something from someone that they trust. Uh, and the podcast has definitely helped me um, establish that connection with them. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that, that, you know, you're not sending a hundred marketing emails, right. To get someone to sign up for your coaching, they're finding it almost organically or from someone else, you know, like some form of other advertising for the podcast, you're not having to advertise your specific offerings to them directly, whether that's sales emails, sales calls, it's just a great way for you to share what else you have to offer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mentioned it in the podcast beginning, Hey, we've got a shop or coaching sessions, but it's never hard sell. It's very soft. It's just, Hey, it's here. If you need me, no, I'm here to help you. And these are the ways that you can work with me. And you know, the great thing about coaching sessions is again, it it doesn't have to be in person. It's all done via zoom or online. So it really can be from anyone from anywhere. Mm -hmm. Love it. Yeah. You're just building your trust with them each episode to the point where they're like, okay, I really like what she's saying. I'm going to reach out and building your clientele that way. So what are some tips that you have for someone who is interested in starting a podcast and has no idea where to start? Like we were. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's such a great question. Yeah. People ask me a lot, like, how did you get started? How did you know what you wanted to talk about? And I was very specific from the beginning, I said, okay, I want to do a podcast that's going to help wedding photographers in the industry and give them tangible tips and actionable advice and be no nonsense and no fluff. So I knew my niche, like I knew what I wanted to do. But if you don't know what you want to do, I'd say finding your niche and your who you're going to be speaking to each episode is really going to help you figure out your topic and the flow of your show. Because, you know, what if you, like we're doing now, you're having a guest on, or what if you want to have a solo show, or what if you want to have a couple people on, or an interview style show? Like, I think you need to figure out where you want to begin before you can like 
you know, say, oh yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. I know plenty of my friends who have said, I'm going to start a podcast. And then they never do it. You know, it's like it's so overwhelming. <laughs> we could have been right there. We, down, we would have been that patient. It was like your, your workshop plus the pandemic was just like, boom, perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> totally perfect timing. Yeah. And I think, you know, starting off saying, you know, this is where I kind of want to start. And then, you know, building it from there, it can evolve, it can change, you know, nothing ever stays the same, but I think having a good base, a good platform is a great way to get started. And then also, you know, listen to your audience, you know, what does your audience want to learn from you? I think polling your audience and polling your listeners is really important because, you know, you want people to listen to your show. So I, you know, when I have a lull in guests, I'm like, okay, you know, things have finally calmed down. I'm all caught up. Let's uh, get some new blood on, you know, I will do a casting, basically an open casting call on Instagram and people respond, you know, they want to be involved. So I think, you know, being um, very transparent and just saying, you know, Hey, I want to talk about this topic. Who wants to come on and talk about it? I had a guest, Anna came on and we talked about how to handle rejection as a wedding photographer. Was it Anna Wright? I thought I saw that on your Yeah. Yay. Yeah. She's a sweetie. <laughs> yeah. So I would have never, I don't, I didn't know her prior. She followed me. She reached out to me and it was a great episode. And I hope we help people because she gave some great tips about a topic that actually somebody else asked me in the Facebook group that they wanted to know about. Right. So listening to your audience and if you have a Facebook group or take emails you know, building topics and shows around what people want to know about. Love that. We'll return to the episode in just one moment. Are you looking for a way to revamp your client gifts? Check out the bomb shop and Etsy shop full of tanks and mugs for brides. Use the code dare to develop for 10% off back to the episode. So going back to starting a podcast, what are some of the common mistakes or missteps you see people make when they're trying to either start the podcast or they've been doing it for a little while, but they're kind of just stunted in growth and not really sure where to go from there too? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I think some things are that I see is that people say they want to start a podcast and they're like, I'm going to get all this gear. I'm going to get out this. I'm going to get all that. I'm going to do this. And then I don't do anything because it's so overwhelming. Yes. right? They get too overwhelmed. So my, you know, counter advice to that is just start small. Like you can do it on your phone. You can start small. It doesn't have to sound like you're a professional audio mixer, you yes. know, like, <laughs> you know, you unless can... you're talking to Dustin of the archetype process, yeah. he is a professional. <laughs> yeah. I have, like, uh, I have all this set up. <laughs> yeah. We got a phone. <laughs> <laughs> No, totally. Yeah. I think that's a a misconception is like people get overwhelmed with the stuff instead of the content. You know, I feel like if you have good audio, clean audio and you have good content, people will listen. So I feel like that's like a big thing that people should, you know, just sort of do it, just get over the hump and just put out your first episode. And I think that's another thing where people, you know, a, a mistake or a misstep is they're so nervous to launch that Mm -hmm. they never launch. Mm -hmm. And I know I said this, I say this at the end of my course. And I say this at the end of my talk, I say, just get out there, just publish it Mm -hmm. because the first one is the scariest. And then after that, it's okay. You know, and don't get hung up on the listeners, like the number of people that listen in the beginning, because as I said, in the beginning, you know, if I had one listener, I was happy. And now I have a lot of listeners, you know, I have a lot of people who listen and that takes time, you know, like finding your audience 
takes time. Like they have to find you. You want people to fall in love with your show and then you want them to tell other people about your show and to listen. So I feel like that is, you know, don't get hung up on analytics. I think it's kind of like the, our Instagram and Pinterest. Don't worry about your followers just yet. Like just start making content. I think another thing that people do that maybe is a a mistake is that they don't listen to their audience, you know, or they, they make show topics that people aren't really interested in and don't perform well. And then I think another one is a lot of ads. Mm -hmm. So I know for me, when I listen to podcasts and this is my, my own opinion, you know, like I know people make a lot of money off podcasts. I'm not one of those people. (laughs) You know, I make a, you know, I, I don't do it for the money. So that's not my focus, but I feel like some podcasts, it's all advertising. Like it's just three minutes of talk and then it's an ad. Three minutes of talk and it's an ad. And for me, that's just like a unsubscribe. You know, mm-hmm. I want the content. I want the beef. I, I don't want all the ads. So, you know, of course there's, you know, if they put an ad in the middle, totally fine. And at the beginning of the end, totally. I'm of course, you know, like it's not for free. You know, I guess if they're like in quotes, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to make some money, you know, why not? If you can, but when it's every three minutes, Mm, it's like distracting, at least for me. Yeah, no, I, we totally agree on that. Yes, <laughs> yes. And we love, yeah, we love what you said about just going for it. Mm-hmm. We definitely just went for it and pitched some people before we had bought any gear and yeah. scheduled some interviews. And we're like, well, we got two weeks to figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that is it. yeah like I like to say, you know, done is better than perfect. Yes. Get that content out there for, and then you can, what we're doing, like skewing yeah. things and changing things as you go and you learn and continually growing. Yeah. I mean, having the, the, you know, desire to develop and, you know, and to dare to make your own dream happen. You know, I feel like your title of your podcast is so perfect because it's exactly what you guys did. You know, you just did it and you just were like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Love that. So we talked a little bit about how to diversify your income with that. Do you have any tips on how to monetize a podcast? Yeah, I think there are a couple of great, so I use Anchor. And they have some built-in sponsorships, which is new. Well, not new, but like a couple, maybe a year old. And that's great. You know, like I make, you make money for each episode that plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they listen to the ad, you get paid. So that's been nice to have a little bit of that money coming in. But there are also different ad networks that you can utilize and join and get approved from. But it also depends on your listens and your plays Mm -hmm. to see if you get accepted. So for some people, that's a deterrent, right? If you don't have 50,000 downloads per episode, (laughs) you know, like this, you know, this advertiser is not going to even look at you. But then there are other ones. I forgot the name of it. I can send you the link to put in the show notes, but they, they don't care about how many plays you have and they'll find you great sponsors and you can make more money that way. So I think that's really good. And then another way is to directly contact people that you want to work with and offer them ad space and say, Hey, would you be interested in, you know, a segment or a spot on my show? And you can do, you know, run an ad and you'll get, you know, pay me per download and stuff like that. So you can make your own little connections or, and run promos for them. So I think, you know, it's kind of a neat way to, to sort of also, again, market and talk to other people that you might not have talked to before. Definitely. Mm-hmm. 
I love that. And I think what you said earlier too, is advertising your own products or services that you sell in your own shop too, is a great way to make a little extra money without it necessarily being somebody else's ad too. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So pivoting just a little bit, we know one, it's, it's great to have your own podcasts, but why should a vendor consider potentially pitching to be on other podcasts? What benefits can that bring to their business? Because we know you've, you not only have guests on your podcast, but also guests on other podcasts such as ours today. <laughs> uh, so we, yeah, we'd love to just hear your thoughts on why even hopping on a podcast is a great idea. Oh, I think it has so many benefits that it's really an untapped resource that I know, I hope more people get on because one, you're, you're being exposed to a brand new audience. So if you are an educator, if you have an opinion about something or you want to share your new class or, you know, if you want more people to find you a podcast, being a guest on a podcast is an incredible tool for that. So I know from speaking for myself, You know, I was on a podcast as a guest because I knew someone who knew someone. So I reached out, introduced myself because she was looking for guests. Oh, it's Megan from Weddings for Real, which is now like a huge podcast. And she was at the beginning and I was a guest on her show. And after being a guest a few, once it aired, I think um, like a week or two later, like this PR company reached out to me and they pitched themselves to be on the show. And then they pitched all of, now they pitch all of who they represent, right? So getting all of their roster on my show because I was a guest on somebody else's, they would have never have heard about me um, prior. So that's really beneficial. And if you're a photographer or again, or an educator or, you know, just, I mean, anybody can be a guest, right? Everyone's sort of like an expert in something. So if you find the right niche, for your pot that you want to be on, you know, just pitch yourself and just ask them if they're looking for guests. I think people get nervous about that too. Like, how do I ask to be on a show? It's just email them or DM them and ask them if they're looking for someone. Because like you said before, Ashley, it's like they could just say no. Yeah. Right. Or, or they could the just, not. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the worst that can happen. They could just say no. And I think also being a guest on a podcast is great to create relationships and create new connections and just to broaden your scope, right? And then just, it's always great to be asked back. So have return guests, you know, just come on a couple of times if you, if that's something that you're interested in. I've had a couple of people reach out who were on before and they want to come back on. They're like, so when can I come on again? That was so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, you could come on. What what do you want to talk about? (laughs) So Jay, how can our guests learn more from you about starting their own podcast? Oh yeah. So during the pandemic, I used my time very wisely (laughs) and created a very first online course, how to start a podcast and share your voice. And it's really, it's really based off of the class from hybrid. So I kind of had the framework already. And then from that class and from the online course, my students have basically launched our podcast within 30 days or less because they're like, oh, this is so easy. I can totally do this. So I know that it works and it's so exciting when I get the emails or DMs. Hey, we're live. It's, you know, my first show is published, which is exciting. We know that it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in that course, I really just break, break down, you know, how to get started, what kind of gear do you need to get started, recommendations for advertisers, what platforms you might want to look into to use. And then how to record, how to edit, how to publish, and then also how to promote, 
right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you promote your show? What do you do to get listeners, you know, I guess on the earpods, airpods? Yeah, and hit subscribe, yeah. you know, and then also, you know, getting a press and then how do you pitch yourself to other people? I have a template in there so people can write a nice, thoughtful pitch to their potential uh, host. And then also that I have a couple of bonuses in there too. And then we've got a Facebook group that our students join and then they ask questions and I help them along the way. So I never leave, you know, it's not like you get the class and say, I see you later, peace out. It's definitely like in my whole educational core to be like, how can I continue to help you? And that Facebook group is for that. So yeah, the response has been great. And all my students have published a show. So (laughs) it's been great. So yes, you can, yeah. So anyone listening, they can get that and, and then I can help them. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for diving into all things, starting a podcast. We'd love to hop into a time of fast facts for our listeners to get to know you. If that's all right. Yeah, of course. I'm a little nervous. No, no, <laughs> this is the fun stuff. Okay. So first up as a photographer, what do you shoot with? Okay. So I'm a hybrid photographer. So I've got a contact 645, 80 millimeter lens. Is that too nerdy? Is that too deep? No, we love it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm a Nikon girl. So I've got a Nikon uh, D850, but I also have a Sony AR7 III that I am like toying with switching over to. So we both made the job. So we we understand. (laughs) Okay. Oh, you guys went full full wireless. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> that could be another episode. I need to pick your brains about that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I finally got this one to switch over. Yeah, I just switched yeah, a month and a half ago from we were both Canon before, but mm-hmm. we switched to Sony. <laughs> yeah. it, it feels like ripping. It's like breaking up with your child, right? Oh, yeah. Like It's like, yeah, dude. I I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, I loved you forever. But and it's like, bye. Like, you yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wrote an article for in full frame, Lance Nicole's informational website that went up last week and it was my breakup letter to get it <laughs> <So, laughs> all about the Sony. so yeah I feel like this is me gonna this is gonna be me in December yes <laughs> that was my plan was to wait till the end of the year and then I was like nope I'm ready <laughs> awesome and so what is your favorite tool to use in your business so I'm kind of obsessed with QuickBooks I recently jumped on the bandwagon to my, the chagrin of my accountant. She was very happy and I'm actually really like it. So it really keeps me on task with what I'm spending and what I'm bringing in. And I'm not a number numbers person. So like visually seeing the chart go up and down is very helpful visual learner. So okay, yeah. So that's what I like. So yeah, this year, that's my number one. Love it. So on your way home from a wedding, what's your favorite post-wedding snack? Oh gosh. Some of the dessert. That slice of cake real quick. Yeah. Yeah. I like cookies. So if they have the the sugar or the butter cookies, I'll be like, I'm just gonna put some of those in a napkin. (laughs) I feel that. Yeah. Maybe on your way to a wedding or just to make you feel a little bit more creative, what is your favorite either pump up jam music to kind of get you in that creative space? Oh gosh, I'm such like a two thousands. Like (laughs) I like in sync. Yes. And then some Britney. <laughs> I think, yeah, I need like stuff to get me excited, just like in a good mood, you know, dancing and all that stuff like that. So yeah, I like that. I don't know if that's like a weird answer, but you oh, know. I love it. <laughs> perfect. And then what is your favorite thing to do outside of weddings or podcasting? 
Oh gosh. I like spending time with my family. I like a good post-wedding lazy Sunday. That really is my favorite. Getting to sleep in a little late, being a little groggy, and then being having a nice brunch that my husband made. So that really is my favorite. Yeah. We need to tell our husbands to step up their post-wedding to a brunch day. I know. People, I'm like, the post-wedding hangover is real. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm like all achy. I'm all, you know, I have to stretch it out. And then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll take a bath later. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like Sundays. Those are my favorite. <laughs> what is the best education that you've learned from? So the I think one of the most powerful talks that I've ever attended was at high, the very first Hybrid Co., in, I think it was Utah, maybe. Oh, I don't, you know what? Yeah, it was in Provo and it was by Kirk Mastin. He probably doesn't even know who I am, but he gave this really powerful seminar about being true to yourself and finding your voice. And the best advice I got was from him, which was people don't judge you by your best work. They judge you by your worst work. Mm-hmm. And that to me was like a light bulb moment being like, I need to make sure that my best work is everywhere and my worst work, I've I've gone through the process of taking it down or things that that don't reflect my brand today or my style today or my aesthetic that I want to be towards. So that advice was like, for me, was mind shifting. And I was like, okay, yeah. And then once I made those shifts and I did the work to clean everything up and have my brand be what I wanted, you know, where I want it to go and what I want it to be. I started seeing changes within six months of who I was attracting, who I was working with, the venues I was getting, the planners I was with. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is from doing all that work because of what he said. That one line was so pivotal for me. And I was like, okay, yeah. So yeah, that was it for me. I love it. Yes. That's great. What is one daring leap you've taken in your business? Oh, I think I can think of two. So I can think of one being start leaving my full-time corporate job. Mm -hmm. And I I worked for a very nice design house and I was, you know, with bags and shoes and every girl's dream. Well, at least my dream. (laughs) Uh, It was a cushy job. I got paid a lot of money, but I was really unhappy. And I was like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And I went back to school for photography. I really focused in on the things that made me happy. And I, about a year later, I quit my job and started Brooklyn View Photography, which was my old company's name. But then I rebranded uh, about a year and a half ago to Janae Kershaw Photography. And I think the other big leap was actually rebranding to Janae Kershaw Photography. Because when I had started way back when I was really afraid to use my name. Mm -hmm. I didn't like, what if it fails? Right. I didn't want it to be like on Google that it was closed. (laughs) Yeah, Um, You're like, I can't start a different type of business with my name. (laughs) Yeah. But then two years ago, it was something I've been thinking about for a long time. But when I finally made the change, it was a very big leap because it was an immediate like success because it was just People are like, oh yeah, we hated your old name. I don't know why you were that. Should have been this forever. And I'm like, oh, you're like, please tell me. (laughs) (laughs) But I was hiding, you know, I was really hiding behind that name. And then when I became Janae Kirshner Photography, I was my whole self. I was my true self. And that has been uh, really life shifting. So it was great. Yeah, it was a leap for sure. Love Love it. 
What is one thing you feel like you're great at in your business? Oh, you have enough time. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I love it. Like, tie yourself on the back, girl. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm great at uh, being a good photographer. I know my stuff. I really am confident in my craft and I take pride in that. And then I'm also, I think I'm great with connecting with my clients and building real relationships with them. I don't look at them as a paycheck, you know, like they're not just bill, you know, money coming in. I'm like, okay, so when you get married, I'm going to see you again and, you know, make the connection with them because I don't, I want to be with them for a really long time. So yeah, I think that's one thing that I'm really good at. Love it. Where can our listeners find you and your podcast? So your business website, social media, where to find your podcast? Yeah, sure. So you can visit me at JanaeKirshner.com, which is my photography website. And you can go to my education site, which is TeaWithJanae.com. They're both linked to each other. So if you go to one, you can find the link to the other one. The podcast is everywhere. So all the platforms. So just search Tea with Janae. I'd love to have you guys come over and listen and subscribe. And then also you guys will be on soon. So we'll have a dual party. Should be fine. And then Instagram is just at Janae Kirshner. I don't have a separate one for T with Janae just because it's just easier to have it all in one place. So you can find all of our shows go live on Tuesdays. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys there. Yeah. Yeah. And we love how you share a lot of the podcast on like IGTV and reels and all mm-hmm. of that too. So <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed with reels. Oh my gosh. I love that. <laughs> Do you have any special announcements or offers for our listeners today? Yeah, definitely. So thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And I wanted to do something a little special for your audience and your listeners. So anyone who's interested in starting their own podcast, you guys can get 25% off my course, how to start a podcast and share your voice. You can use the code D2D at checkout and that'll be good for forever. As long as the course is up, you guys can have access to it. And I can't wait to help you guys start your show. Yes. And we obviously highly recommend yes. it as it's the program we went through. So if you're thinking about it, have an idea, please go check that out. <laughs> so Janae, before we take off today, what is one thing you want to dare our listeners to do after hearing your show? Oh, that's a good one. I want you, I want to dare you to go through your work and get rid of anything you're not proud of anymore, or that doesn't connect with your brand as of today. So I think it's hard to do it because we're so close to our work, but it's going to benefit you in ways that you didn't know. And, you know, maybe the next day it could be a couple of months from now, but it will make your brand stronger. Yes, definitely. I know I'm in the process of launching a new site. So I really resonate with that because it's so hard to pick what is current and like with your brand versus what you love versus what your clients, future clients want to see. So exactly. <laughs> and maybe if you can't do it yourself, you have a someone who's not your friend, like yeah. someone to that you're like, Hey, stranger on the street. What do you think of this? Or like in our industry ish. But yeah, I had someone like kind of go through my whole portfolio and they're pretty harsh. And I was like, Hey, this is exactly what I needed. This is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, yes. thank you so much, Janae. Yeah, we thank are- you guys for having me. 
We love chatting with Janae today and really hope you take her advice or even her course on how to start a podcast. Yes. I think if you're even have a thought of starting a podcast, it's so beneficial for you and your business to open up your market, to talk to new people and just have so much fun. So I hope you guys check out her course and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us today on Dare to Develop. We'd love for you to subscribe and leave us a review if you love today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at daretodevelopodcast.com and follow along on IG at Dare to Develop. Catch us next week for more fun as we hear from creatives who have dared greatly in their businesses and develop community along the way.